See, you got them. That's a fact. They can't reject it. Now, once again, I want to come to this figure. This magazine is entitled Archaeology, right? The Secrets of the Mayan Beauty, right? We all know that the civilization of Mesoamerica started with the African culture, right? And you see, they passed down stuff. You know how niggas like to rock the gold teeth and rock the golds in their teeth and different things doing the same thing. And this is a, that's, that's a, uh, 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 actual bones that they found with, with, with these natives doing things to their teeth. And you know, African people do the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna show you where's the connection at. It's right here in this deity right here. Get a close up on that. That little. Patal. This is Patal. Let me read that for you. This says, this draw figure from Tikal, Gutemala, uh, may depict the authenticity of beauty. This was a symbol of beauty, right? But the, but he would have been spiritually important as a companion of the maze god. And you can find in African literature, you'll find Haru, and on the shoulder of Haru, you'll find his spirit deity, Patal, or the dwarf figure. Watch this. But look at the figure real closely. Look at those nose. <coughs> look at those nose. This is in Mesoamerica. This is not in Africa, but this is Patal. I'm gonna show you. Got that? The jade and the teeth. Got it. All these things you was doing now. Now, ancient Egypt encyclopedia, right? Here you go. Now we're in Africa, right? It says, the, comp the companion of, of Ta, it said the late period, the creator god Ta was sometimes depicted in the form of a naked dwarf and was regarded in this, in this manifestation as having uh, curative powers against snakes and scorpion bites. The Greeks named this strange figure uh, Patakai, there you go. Bess, or the deity Bess, watch this. The dwarf god, Bess, see, see that? That's the, one, that's the same one I just showed you? You got the close up on it? Uh-huh. <coughs> you got it real good? Mesoamerica. Right? <laughs> this is not right. Africa. This is African deity. That's Patal. How in the hell did it get there? Right? You'll see Patal as a dwarf. You'll see Patal as a dwarf or the deity best. Look at that. This is Mesoamerica. This has nothing to do with the Moors and all to do with the original people. Original people. This is African deity. This is the same deity that other peoples worship. So once again, look at the look at the lips. Look at the nose. Nubian lips again, right? That's how you got them. You can catch them. You got them when they lie, right? It's all here because why? Because a picture's worth a thousand words. I don't have to say much. Look at that again. This is African science I'm giving. Real good. Take a good long look at that. I had to say much to this. See? So who been lying and who been cheating? And this is how they represent their gods. Other people rep represent their gods looking like you. So then how the hell we come to the watchtower, to the uh, 
and represent God like this and walk around our neighborhoods and give it to us. This is Jesus dead Christ. He's dead. He has no color. If you have no color, you're dead. Let's come to the system. The Great Black Mama by Suzo. The picture of the Great Black Mama. The Sphinx dates back to at least <clears throat> 10,000 BC. Some say 30,000 BC. It was made before the Great Ice Age the Sphinx was. Ice Age occurred around, say, 10,000 BC. It was the end of it, where it started. So the point is, this was a grassy plain when this statue was put together. The whole pyramid complex in the Sphinx, but this represents the Great Black Mountain. Sitting on top of the body of a lion. A lion is indigenous for all you uh, um, Hebrew Israelites that like to use lion in your name. Lion is indigenous to Africa, so she sits on top of a lion to show you that the lion represents the beastly lower self, right? And the higher self, or class self, right, is represented by the sister at at least 30,000, 10,000 BC. Great black mama, a god represented as being black, with the Nubian lips, royal lips. Got it. Egyptian book of coming forth by day and by night. And it's called the Book of the Dead. Right? The scarab beetle, symbol of resurrection. The beetle was the symbol of resurrection because the beetle put lavi and dung, right, coming from animals that only ate vegetables, vegetarian or just ate grass, right? And a month later, the lavi would appear out of the dung. So the, so the beetle that appeared to go in and die came back regenerating life again. God again. God sitting on the throne. Oh, sad, the perfect black one is depicted as green, meaning regeneration, right? The sister with the braids. Brother, the braids, African braids. You got enough clothes? Mm -hmm. Look at the color scone. That's not even red, that's brown. Look at the sister, see, with the unk, showing that she is the bringer of everlasting life. And she got who? She got God back. So while you pray to God, what happened to the thing that got God back? Represented by this brown sister. Pictures worth a thousand words. Don't you think using it? Yeah, when I showed back, when I showed you your witness book, they understand that the pictures worth a thousand words. That's why they show you all the symbols. If you go to say uh, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Mm -hmm. uh, Pope Martin, no, Pope Julian, mm -hmm. uh, um, sanctioned for Leonardo da Vinci to paint the 16th chapter. Either Michelangelo or Leonardo da Vinci. It's probably Leonardo, no, Michelangelo. Mm -hmm. Right? And he commissioned him to paint the 16th chapter where he showed God reaching out to Adam. But they were depicted as being white. Now, when God was a woman, but they show you this symbol right here, the fertility gods, but it's, it's literally an unk though. Black woman, up. Oh, watch this. <coughs> so this black woman is represented as being everlasting, because that's what this unk represents: the uterus or the womb, right? The phallus or the penis or the tekken or the ben ben, right? Or the Washington Monument, where the crazy Muslims took a million men and surrounded the goddamn penis, right? Because they had no idea on what their symbols were. 
should have been a million women surrounding the penis, meaning she gave, she makes the penis resurrect or get hard, right? So she stands around that because that's what she does through her spiritual energy force, energy power. And around her should have been the kids, and then around them should have been what? Should have been the male warriors. But they did it all wrong. They had a million men standing around a what? A Tekken or a penis. But that's the symbol of God. Because God is everlasting. Although God is a European word not used by the Africans in the Nile Valley, Great Lakes region, Ogo River, Tanzania, we didn't use that word. We use words like Neta or, or Mother Nature. Last thing I want to bring out. I'm tired of everybody talking about the Bible, the scriptures. This is a Quran. <coughs> Look closely. This is a Quran. Look closer to this writing. The Arabic. Got a close up on that? Mm-hmm. Now, take this around to, 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 to different countries, and a motherfucker will look at you like, what the hell is this? You have to go somewhere where somebody can read Arabic to even understand that. But they say this is a scripture. Scripture is what? A sacred writing. Or holy. Holy means untamper. We hit a tamper with it because they give it to you in English. And even if you took this English around the world, people would not understand. So this can't be holy, right? It wasn't made for everybody because everybody can't see that. Once again, what they call you? Holy Bible or Holy Babel. I call it the Holy Babel because it babbles from chapter to chapter. It's in English. It's in English, you see all